Hi, I'm Jennifer Janish, owner of Adored Salon and Adored Signature Hand-Tied Hair Extensions. I'm obsessed with curly hair. I cut it, style it, and extend it, and this podcast is all about my curly girl obsessions that stretch far beyond just curly hair. I hope you're having an awesome day today. It's currently Sunday. It's about four o'clock. I'm in my car. My daughter's getting her nails done in the nail salon in front of me. So I'm taking advantage of this time to record a podcast. It's chilly here. It's actually snowing today. And that's why I'm all bundled up. Because honestly, under here, I look like a train wreck. I've been decorating all weekend for the holidays. I'm in like this white tank top, leggings, a black sports bra. <laughs> like it's all downhill once this jacket comes off. And it's been kind of a fun weekend, kind of an exhausting weekend. I don't know about all of you, but normally I'm the one in my family that hosts Thanksgiving. And this year, we decided to go to a restaurant. And I was super hyped about this. I was like beyond excited not to host it, not to go through all the work. My daughter had a gymnastics meet the night before. I'm like, this is perfect because normally that's when I would prepare everything would be the night before. I love cooking the turkey the night before, getting it carved. I know that sounds weird, but I hate when people walk into my house and it's a mess from carving the turkey and there's mashed potatoes that have flied, flew everywhere because I have, you know, been blending them and everything, right? That goes on with Thanksgiving, you know, if you know, you know, if you posted, it's like rest in peace, beautiful kitchen. Now the shit's about to hit the fan and there's going to be stuff everywhere. So that's why I do it the night before, because I don't have to stress about cleaning up. It's all cleaned up and ready to go. So anyways, on with the story. I was so excited to not have to go through all of that. And... We rested during the day. I took a nap. Simple. I think I got in the shower at like 2.30 to be at the restaurant at 4.30. And um, so needless to say, we get to the restaurant. And first they put us at two tables. Oh, hell no. How are you supposed to have Thanksgiving dinner at two freaking tables? You can't. So I asked for one table. We sit 15 people at this very long table, my I could just see like the daggers coming off my family that didn't even want to be at the restaurant to begin with. But then I'm like, well, who helps me? So, you know, okay, on with it. Yeah, I didn't love it. As much as I wanted to love it, I did not love it. And I was like, this is worth the sacrifice next year of being stressed out. I always work the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. I always got to run to the grocery store after. And now from now on, it seems like my daughter's going to end up with a gymnastics meet on Wednesday night. Like, I'm just going to have to figure it out. That's all. Because I did not like Thanksgiving in a restaurant. And that's it. So that was my Thanksgiving. I'm thankful that I was with my family. I'm thankful that I had the food in front of me, but I got to say, I definitely think it would be better at home than in a restaurant. So anyways, all right, on with the topic. Okay, so it's that time of year. I don't know about you guys, but I start thinking of my next year now. Actually. I start thinking of my next year, probably mid-September, beginning of October, to be honest, with all the things that I want to accomplish in 2024, all the things that I'm hopeful for. And the reason why I start thinking about it so early is because I have found that if I don't think about it, 
nothing changes, nothing happens. There are things this year that happened and a lot of things that didn't happen that I would have loved to have happened that make me want to project so much more and manifest so much more for 2024. This year was kind of a different year for me. Like if you are a client of mine in the salon, you know that I cut my hours pretty drastically. For 33 years, I've been a stylist. And for 33 years, I've always worked two to three nights a week until 9.30 or 10.30 p.m. I've put in at least one to two days a week that are over 10 hours, sometimes 12 and 13. And probably if you were a client of mine for the last three years and you were there after, say, 5 p.m., I was like walking around that salon in a daze. I would be so tired towards the end of the night and I would need so much coffee to keep me going that this was the year I finally said, I'm cutting my night hours. I've worked nights for so long. I just, I just need to function differently. And I heard this quote the other day that reminded me it was just like 100% me. And it was another person that was on Instagram. I was going through the post watching and I see this post of this woman and she's talking fitness. But the quote that she said was burn all the boats. And she went on to describe what that quote meant, right? So originally, it started with the Vikings, supposedly. Like if you Google this quote, burn all the boats, it started with the Vikings. And what the Vikings did was when they settled in a land, they burned all their boats so that they could not go home. No matter how hard it was, they could not leave. And then Julius Caesar, 2,000 years ago, also said, burn all the boats when he found that his soldiers were getting ready to revolt against him and leave him because they were unsure if they could actually accomplish what they set out to do. So you burn all the boats so nobody can leave and everybody has to accomplish it. So what does this have to do with me? I feel like going back to my change in my career for this year was kind of like burn all the boats. Just change your schedule, cancel out your clients, and make this decision happen, right? Because I knew for a long time that I wasn't giving my 100% best after 5 o'clock and I just knew that my heart was in a different place and that my body was becoming so physically exhausted from working this schedule. So in my mind too, I had to burn all the boats so that I would never go back to the old ways because it's real easy in salon life. Like your clients are not only your clients, but they're your super close friends so it's really hard to sever that tie or that thing that keeps you together, right? As a stylist and a friend-client relationship. So I did it. I burned all the boats. I didn't go back to doing it. This year was about me getting up early, working out. Like if you've watched my stories on social media, you'll see me in the gym and you'll see me, you know, I try to post a treadmill post quite often, but with the last, gosh, what's it been? Like the last four weeks, my knee has been bugging me. So I haven't been doing the treadmill. I've been doing weights and not to the impact of what I love, like really no heavy lifts, no lunging because this damn knee has been killing me. Finally, Finally, on Friday, I did a heavy lift and I'm telling you, it was like 
it, it just set me up for a pretty awesome weekend. It was after the crappy Thanksgiving, not a crappy Thanksgiving, but not the Thanksgiving that I wanted. And this heavy lift, like just helped me burn through my thoughts, get me in my place. But so you guys know, I've been getting up at 5am and I've been killing it. I've been doing this routine since January 4th. Now we're at the end of November. It is ingrained in me. If I don't go to the gym, if I don't do something that's like a good workout five days a week, I feel like I've slacked. I have definitely burned all the boats there. I'm not going back to that sedentary life that I had before. I'm not going to be working late at the salon. But in 2024, there are things that are happening that are going to require more out of me because now I'm going to be traveling, teaching classes for hair extensions across the U.S. So that's going to push me to another layer. And I get that question a lot, like, how do you get so much done? I've even done a podcast about how I get so much done. But I also feel that I get a lot done because I'm open to failing. I'm not telling you that I'm not afraid of failing because trust me, <laughs> I don't like to fail, but I do take those moments where things don't work out my way is opportunities of growth. And it's so important to always be a student of life, I think, because we never have it all figured out. We never know everything because things are changing at such a rapid speed. And if you're in my career, which is hair, Things have really been changing at a rapid speed over the course of the last several years. So much has happened since COVID that has created massive upheaval in our profession. One, you've got just, it's like longer appointments, services that take longer, people want more um services that are much more in-depth. Like I'll say like people want unicorns and glitter bouncing off of their face or off their face, off their heads. And so it requires a whole different thought process. Whereas before COVID, I used to like double, triple and quadruple book. Sometimes I'd have four or five clients going at a time in the salon. And that's just not even the case anymore. And it's not because it's not allowed. It's just that I don't like to do that anymore. I don't like to work at that pace. I like to work at a different pace. I would rather do clients for a longer period of time and be having more quality time with that person. So that's what's changed with that. But also going back to burning all the boats, it's kind of one of those boats that I burned after COVID was like, I don't want to have to work like this. I don't want to have to work like a crazy person to get my day done at the salon. I want to work with ease. I want to really only focus in on curly hair and hair extensions. And obviously color comes along with that. But I really had to burn a lot of boats to get to that point, right? And so much self-reflection, so much time just put into what my beliefs are, what my dreams are, what my goals are for myself, and just trying to paint a clear vision for the future. So let's talk about how this goes. How did I do this and how did I make it happen? Um, Many of you know, if you've listened to the first podcast, who is Jennifer Janish, I have been pretty driven since the age of, believe it or not, four years old to do hair. I knew that I always wanted to be a hairstylist. I knew that I always wanted to just be in that atmosphere. There was one little blurb my junior year in high school where maybe it was my sophomore year. I got scared 
And I was like, ooh, do I want this or don't I? And it wasn't even that I got scared. It was that my family had input and they were like, maybe you want to try something else. Are you sure that this is what you want to do for your whole future? So what did I do? I took a drafting class and I was like, okay, either this drafting class is going to work out and I'm going to love it, or I'm going to take the test to get into the hair school in high school. I take the drafting class in five freaking minutes. I'm done. My friend, his name, he was such a nice guy. His name was Gary Stoltz. He did all my homework for me. And I kind of think there was another guy in that class too named Patrick Colalillo. I think he was. And they helped me get through everything. If it wasn't for them, I would have failed that class because I didn't understand it for a minute. And then it was like, yep, you're destined for hair school. But what I didn't know was that I'd own a salon one day, that I would have a line of hair extensions, that I would start teaching other stylists. Like all these things just, they were not in my four-year-old brain, but I also think it's because I'm open to growth and change all the time. Like I said, you've got to be a student at life always. And I feel that I have definitely done that for myself. Like I'm open to new opportunities. I'm open to creating new options for myself. I want to learn new things. Is it scary? Yes, it's freaking scary. Do I worry that I'm not going to get it right? Yes, I worry that I'm not going to get it right. But the main thing that I do is if I know I'm lacking, I practice. I practice, practice, practice. Like what's there to practice? Everything. Cutting hair, styling hair, installing extensions, stitching extensions, how to make the extensions better, how to... I mean, I the and the opportunities are endless. Where to find good hair? How do I start a business from the ground up selling hair to stylists across the US? How do we become the first hair company to have naturally curly hair in hand-tied extensions? Like there's so many things that I never would have thought that I would have done that I'm doing. And I think that it comes from this drive to push myself to always be better and search out new things. But also, I start thinking early about the things that I want to do in the future. So when I say early, like October for 2024, um, you know, you guys can hear my paper crinkling. I'm obviously sitting in my car in the parking lot. You can hear all these different cars going by. I'm subject to the lighting of the day. So hopefully you can still see me. Sorry if you hear my paper crangling, but I want to make sure that I got my notes. So always being a student of life and always searching out for more. Like if you've ever had that feeling that it's Groundhog's Day, and what I mean by that is there's this movie called Groundhog's Day. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. Every one of us hit a part in our life where it does feel like Groundhog's Day. I remember when my babies were little, my children who are now grown were little, and I'd be like, oh my gosh, if I wake up another day to a cup of coffee, a bottle, nap time, lunch time, food all over the floor, uh, pick pick up the food on the floor, change 10 diapers, take the afternoon nap, make dinner. Everybody's crying. The older kids come home from school, do their homework. Everybody's in chaos. Sit down to dinner. For sure, for sure, Karina's not going to like the vegetables on her plate. For sure, London's not going to like something else on her plate. For sure, the baby's going to be crying. And then I'm going to say to my husband, do you want to clean up the kitchen or do you want to give the kids a bath? And honestly, I would pray that he'd want to give the kids a bath so that I could just be by myself for 20 minutes, clean up the kitchen and be in peace and quiet because it was like such insanity 24-7 with four children, right? 
And so obviously, usually he would choose that because he didn't get to interact with them as much because he would be at school. He would do that. And then that would get done. And then it was like, make the lunches and then start the bedtime routine. Oh my gosh. It just felt like Groundhog's Day every day. And I'd always be like, when is this going to change? But when you're in it, you don't realize how magical sometimes those moments are. You do as a mom, take the moments and you're like, this was so fun. I got to be with them. I got to do this, but it was so monotonous, right? And it's not, I don't want any mommy groups telling me that I was a bad mom. It just, it just was me, the way that I felt. Like on the days that I went to work, it was a little bit easier, but also exhausting because I would try and run back and forth from work, pick up so-and-so from wherever they were and just I'm trying to get more lighting in here. Just trying to get things organized there. That's better. So that everything could run smoothly in our house. But ultimately, it did feel like Groundhog's Day. Then come to work, right? Everything that we're talking about, how I said that, um, Sorry, now I'm dealing with my air being on on my car. Then I'd go to work and then I'd try to work really late. And so, you know, we get stuck in these days or these routines that can sometimes feel like Groundhog's Day and you can't see your way out and you know that you need a change. And, but you just don't know how to change it to make it work for you or make it better for you. You see my kids as that analogy probably wasn't the best, but as a mom, I'm sure you can all relate to that routine of what it was like, where it was all the same. And even sometimes now too, with me not working at night, sometimes my nights sometimes are like Groundhog's Day, right? Because I ended up sitting on the couch with my animal's or, and my husband, we're watching TV where, you know, you're, you finish your Netflix series and then you're like, now what, now what? Well, the thing is called changing your shit up, <laughs> figuring your way out and changing it. Um, I gotta say too, like, even when I was in that Groundhog's Day feeling, I would have dreams and things that I wanted to do, but that brought in like this mommy guilt, this work mommy guilt. Like, how could you dream about doing X, Y, or Z? Because this is supposed to be the best time of your life. And also my mom was a single mom and she had to work. And when she got married to my stepdad, she still had to work. So I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to give my kids this better life than what I had. I'm going to stay home with them. I'm going to work part-time and be able to be with them, which my mom did do. My mom was with us as much as she could be, but she did have to work a lot. And then I realized like, oh my gosh, I really enjoy working. So I need to stay working. And I felt like I always needed to justify working too to make it be like, I don't even know, like justifiable. But I do remember feeling nervous to share what my goals and dreams would have been to say like my husband or, you know, just outside people because I was like, this is where I'm supposed to be. But honestly, I was supposed to be doing that plus doing other things because so much more lit me up than just the status quo. Like I just, my personality definitely um, thrives on producing. It just does. So while I was at home, I was filling that need with my children. While I was working, I was filling another need for myself. And then it was like, okay, now things are changing and I got to do something a little bit different. Hence the salon. 
And I even remember too, with the hairline, like being a little bit nervous to talk about wanting to do that and trying to figure it out in a roundabout way. And I think that I was always nervous to tell people because I really didn't want to hear what people had to say about why I shouldn't. I didn't want anybody to talk me out of the fact that I was burning my boat in the other direction and that I was moving forward. Like you could see how my thought process would work, right? Like start thinking about it, think about it, think about it, think about it in my mind. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, that's just where it's going. That's just where it's going. Feet first mentality. Um, so yeah, I would have that good girl mentality or that mommy guilt along the way, but it just wasn't gonna work. Like I just had to let it go and I had to totally move forward. So as I'm thinking about all this, I know I'm kind of getting off on tangents, but it just, there just was always something pushing me forward. And same for now with the goals of 2024. So also, if you follow me on social, you might've saw that we went to a conference as a salon in, um, I think it was September and it was called the Aspire Conference. And this, there was several speakers, motivational speakers, wealth management, um, tons, right? I think there was nine speakers within the day. Even the couple guys from Shark Tank were there. Great conference, right? And this female spoke, her name was Natasha Graziano. And they're like, that's, the person that they were kind of using as their draw. Like she's, you know, the number one woman speaker in this personal growth area. And so I was super excited to see her. And her portion was so interesting and really impactful. She has this larger than life personality. And when she speaks on stage, she is like so full of energy. She's screaming pretty much, <laughs> but you can understand what she's saying. And she just, she looked amazing and she was totally in her element. She tells her story and then she takes you through this guided meditation. And let me tell you, it was so impactful. She takes you through this guided meditation. She has you close your eyes and you could find it on YouTube. You could Google Natasha Graziano guided meditation for growth or something or even just meditation. And she takes you into this place in your mind and she has you standing in front of someone that you don't want to disappoint right and it 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 literally it like brought me to tears to be honest because the person in front of me that I did not want to disappoint like and she she's talking you through this she's not telling you who's in front of you she's just saying like now Envision this person in front of you that you can never let down. And for me, the person was myself at four years old. Yeah, like it really tore me up um, because it could have been anybody, right? But like if you ultimately don't want to disappoint yourself in the future because you didn't do all that you could do in life because you were afraid of failing or you were afraid of what other people would think. Wouldn't that just suck? Like to go back and see yourself and think that what you could have been was so much more but because of outside views or the good girl mentality or that mommy guilt, like that you did not follow through with your dream because you were afraid of failing or you were afraid of what someone else would say or 
Um, maybe your dream just seemed so big and so larger than life, you couldn't break it down to figure out how to get it accomplished. But here's the reality. Owning a hair salon, having a thriving career behind the chair as a stylist, owning a hairline that we sell to stylists across the U.S. and in other countries across the world, being the first of having only hand-tied, naturally curly hair extensions when the rest of the world has permed is like, if I reflect back on it, that little girl cannot be disappointed because I have accomplished a lot. Now, this podcast is not meant for me to brag about the things that I've accomplished, okay? Not by far. It is to help you figure out how to get from point A to point Z and what you want to do with your goals for 2024 or just for life in general. I went to hair school when I was in high school. I started hair school when I was 15 years old. I graduated when I was 17 years old and I started working behind the chair the last semester of my senior year in high school. My mom called me in sick to school two days a week so that I could work in the hair salon for like 10 hours a day, those two days a week. And then the rest of the days I went in after school. I did not go to college. I do not have a college degree. I have figured out almost all of the shit that I need to do through friends, my team, my family, Google. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but Google's been a really good friend of mine throughout this whole process. And um, I mean, honestly, I know that I couldn't have done it all without a team and a lot of good friends behind me and good family, like I said. But it just goes to show that you just constantly got to show up for yourself. The little four-year-old girl staring at me with blonde curly hair when I'm envisioning in this meditation, who do I not want to disappoint? It's her because it's only her that I have to answer to every day. When my feet hit the ground running, it's her that I have to do better for. Of course, I have to do best for my family and my my husband, my children, yada, yada, yada. But really and truly, like, if I can't keep her happy, if I can't keep her feeling safe, if I can't keep her in a good mindset moving forward, I'm never going to achieve all the stuff that I want to get done. So I would super, I would highly encourage you to go and listen to this meditation from Natasha Graziano, because I think it's going to, well, I hope that it would change your life as much as it changed mine. The other part that she talks about is scripting, writing it out, writing out your goals writing out what you want to happen. Okay, I know you're saying to me, okay, I've tried that. It's really hard. I get lost. Sometimes you got to start with everything you don't want. I know counterintuitive to goal setting, right? But if you start and you write out everything that you don't want, it's kind of like take it out of my brain Put the pen to the paper, write it down, and throw that thought away. It leaves you. It totally leaves you. Like, get rid of the excess baggage. Write down, first and foremost, what it is that you don't want. Get rid of it. Second, write down your thoughts on the person that you look up to and admire the most. Um, we There's that saying, like, if you want to be like someone who, if you want to do something like someone else, 
watch what they're doing. Watch them doing it already so that you can mirror it, right? So if someone that you admire is telling it in the dream, you're in the gym, your dream for 2024 is to look and feel your best. Well, damn, you better go and follow some influencers who are working out, eating right, learn from them, sign up for their programs, take in everything that they've got. A trainer is going to be your best asset, be it in the gym, the workplace, or personal, right? They're people who will guide you through on how to do all of this stuff. So mirror someone who's already doing what you want to accomplish and better, you will learn how to do it better yourself. Write down their attributes, write down their positive, you know, the bullet points about them that it is that you want to see in yourself so you can actually start working towards that and see it in yourself. Then now you have a blueprint, right? You've written down what you don't want. You've written down someone who you admire, who's doing it better than you. Maybe you're even a little bit jealous of that person. I don't know, but we all have those people in life that we watch that we want to achieve like. So you've written down all of that. Now you can take the paper to the pen, the pen to the paper, and you can start writing out what it is that you want for 2024. I have done this several times throughout my life. I try to do it once a year. Sometimes I'm totally overwhelmed and I can't. Sometimes it just is so fluid. Like I can write through it. I can see it. I I know that this is exactly what I want. And when I'm able to do that, that shit happens. It's creepy. People will say, well, you just have to put it out into the universe. You have to let the universe know, blah, 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 right? Like, and some of us can be disbelievers in that. I choose to be a believer. I choose to watch my words very carefully with the things that I say, the things that I put out there. And I'm telling you, if you write it out, if you script out what you want your future to be, it'll come true. It 100% it will come true. Maybe not in the order that you thought, but it will come true. Things happen when you start really dialing it in and thinking about it. When you're done with Groundhog's Day and you're ready to have a new start, it starts happening. Okay, so now I know you're thinking, well, what if I fail? What if I only have one shot? What if I fail? Okay, so Eminem, when he wrote his song for 8 Mile, Lose Yourself, right? I love that song. I I really do. I I love that song. My son used to call it the good boys song. Don't even ask me how he got that name, but that's what he called it. But he does say that you only get one chance. And I do think that he's wrong in that moment because I personally can tell you how many times I've tried to achieve something and royally screwed it up and went back and fixed it and did it right. It might have taken me three, four, five, six, God only knows how many times, but I figured it out. Where I could tell you that this is a definite is QuickBooks. Why I say QuickBooks, I freaking hate accounting, okay? It is not my strong suit. I, I'm good with numbers. I'm good with managing money, but I don't like the nitty gritty of sitting down, writing it out, being accountable for it, putting it in the check register. And maybe it's because I just don't like to see what I've spent. I don't know. But regardless, with QuickBooks, it was so overwhelming. I remember when I first owned my salon and I would sit there with this and it would take me eight hours, eight freaking hours to just do the check register part and apply like this to what account? This, you know, NICOR gas, 
utilities, ComEd, utilities, um, our email marketing to marketing, advertising, advertising, right? Like it's really just this monotonous, mundane work that I don't like. I have an accountant who balances the salon books and the extension line every single month. Thank God for him because he finds any mistakes. But it was something that I knew that I had to get good at that I didn't have a choice. And that was probably almost better because if I would have had the choice, I might have walked away from it. But because I didn't have a choice, I had to figure it out. And that goes back to that song. Like I was just uh, worn down, worn down, but I had more than one chance. As you know that you have more than one chance with anything and everything that you do in life, um, it can be corrected. It can be fixed. Nothing is a forever failure. It's only a forever failure if you don't go back and try and make it better. Honest to God, because everything can be changed. You can work harder at everything to be better. 100%. It's just, it's, you have to get rid of the fear of failing, which is, brings me to another quote that I always tell my kids. I tell it to my team at the salon and sometimes to uh, a lot of the times to myself, like fear is Something that you look in the eye and you walk right through it. As scary as it is, you just got to get through it. You got to get to the other side. The first 60 seconds, they might hurt like hell. But afterwards, once you've accomplished it, you're good. Whatever you are afraid of, you can overcome it. Honestly. You 100% can overcome it. When you were a kid, you might have been afraid of the boogeyman under your bed. You might have been worried about whatever was what you thought hiding in your closet. You might have been afraid of, I don't know, like riding your bike. But then you learned. You learned how to do it. You can overcome any fear that's out there if you use that mindset. You can walk right through it. On the other side, you're a better person for it. And there's going to be multiple times in your life where fear is going to rear its ugly head, but you just got to get through it. You might be afraid to set goals for 2024 because you're afraid that they're just not going to happen. But if you don't set them, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. Think of that person that you're going to disappoint if you don't do something different today, tomorrow. 100%. It is a disservice to yourself. So I can think of this situation within the salon. So obviously I was Jennifer behind the chair before I was Jennifer salon owner. And Jennifer, as a salon owner, also was caught up in a lot of, you know, behind the chair time, very busy. Now, my chair, my time behind the chair, as I told you, is much less. And I have a lot more time to mentor my stylist. And we, I just kind of started this routine with them now that on Monday mornings, everybody has to text me their goals for the week, what it is that they're going to do. They're posting to social media, what, what they're going to do to gain more clients. Are they just going to keep their current clients happy and offer, you know, a free blowout, a free style, a style. They need to get content for social media because that's our window to marketing. Are they going to go walk around the mall with flyers? What is it that they're going to do in that week to better themselves within the salon? So they text that to me. We did that straight for about three weeks. And Yes, some I had to remind and some like clockwork had that 
that thing so dialed down. They were texting it to me Sunday night while they were in bed, thinking about their week ahead. And then I changed it up because I felt like as a mentor to them, if all that they did was text me what they were going to do for the week, that I was going to get a similar text every Monday. Now, now what? And I did start getting similar texts every Monday for the same people, right? So then I was like, I'm not doing my job as a mentor to them as stylists if I don't help them grow more, right? So now what we did with those text messages is not only do they have to text me what they're going to do for this week, but they have to compare with what they said that they would do last week to this week. And they have to tell me where they fell short and where they extended over. So it was 100% they have to be accountable for themselves. I have to help make them accountable. This has worked out greatly for them, for the salon. Like now they know where they said that they were going to do something that they didn't. They know that they got to pick themselves up in other areas. And this is just going to grow. This is how we're growing for 2024. This is how we're growing as a team. This is how we're growing in this new world for hair. Like social media is not the end all be all for getting new clients because it's so saturated right now, right? So we got to start thinking out of the box. And what does that mean? That means picking my brain and going backwards to what we did before we had social media to gain our clients for us. My daughter's texting me to come in and pay for her. I hope she realizes she should just come out and get this money from me. Sorry for this little inconvenience. This is what happens when you try to do things all the way, like, you're trying to do a million things at once, right? So needless to say, this is a growth. This is where things come and where, oh my gosh, now I'm like, my daughter calling me three times is sending me into orbit here. <laughs> Just come out and get my stuff. So honestly, you can't fail if you keep trying. Same thing with the salon. They can't fail if they keep trying. They can't fail if they keep following through with what they said that they would do for themselves. Thank you. You cannot fail if you keep trying over and over and over again. And you need a good trainer in life. You need a good mentor to help you get through everything. Oh my God, I really hope that I made sense here. So if we recap, burn the boats, burn the freaking boats. You don't want to go back to where you were. You're going to burn that boat and you're going to set your intention for whatever it is that you want new in your life that you want changed. You're gonna 100% going to burn that boat so that you can't even look back if you wanted to. That reduces the risk of failure, right? Because if you've burned the boat and you can't leave, you can't fail. You have to keep trying until you succeed. So if it means that you got to sit down with a piece of paper, write down everything you don't want, let it leave you, and then write down the person that's already doing what you want to achieve. You're going to watch them and you're going to write down everything that you admire about that person and that you look up to them for doing so well. And then the third step is you're going to actually write out what it is that you want to achieve for 2024 to make it a 
total reality. You're going to get out of Groundhog's Day. You're going to get out of the same patterns. You're going to take yourself up to the next level. You're going to boost yourself. You're going to just you're going to just do it better than you were doing it before. And everyone is capable. Trust me. Coming from this little girl who was four years old and wanted to do hair and now has done hair for over 33 years, owned a salon for 10, owns a hairline for four, has been a curly specialist for 15, a hair extension specialist for 14 years, like all these things I never would have dreamed that I would have done at the start of my career or when I was four. But because I believe in the growth mindset and a student for life, it's always changing and things are always happening. And I'm not saying that I'm the greatest at this. I'm not saying that, you know, my stuff is the end all be all. It's just my opinion, but it's gotten me pretty far. It's helped me achieve a lot of things that I never would have thought I would do. I mean, and all I can do is share it with you because I had the epiphany today that this would be a good time to do a podcast about setting your intentions for 2024 and what you want in life. I guess it's not even for 2024. I think it's better to say for what you want in life because 2024, that's going to limit you. A year in the span of a life is nothing. So when you do write it out, write it out for a while because what you think you can achieve and what you're capable of of achieving are two different things. Most people don't think that they can achieve a lot in a short amount of time, but what you are capable of achieving, once you start putting the plan in motion and setting it to go is crazy. I can tell you that because it's just the way my life has gone. But you have to want to do it. You have to want to achieve those things. God, it's so windy here. It's kind of creepy. <laughs> um, you have to want to do it in order to make it happen. And when you see that fear, look it right in the eye and walk right through it. On the other side, you're going to be a better person. Burn the boats of yesterday so you can't fall back into that same pattern. Make next year and the years to come your best ever. Have a great one. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope I gave you a lot of information. If you don't follow me on social media, follow me on Instagram at Jennifer underscore Johnson underscore Janish, my salon, Adored Salon, or the hair extension line at Adored underscore signature underscore hand tied underscore hair. That's all on Instagram, the same on um, Facebook, on TikTok. I'm the curly girl, Jennifer. So I hope you enjoyed this. I hope I brought value to your day and see you soon.